Welcome to Discovering the Jewish Jesus. I'm your host, Dustin Roberts, and today we'll be diving into a discussion regarding Israel and the end times. If you stroll through most bookstores or libraries, you'll see that the shelves are lined with books about the end of days. So what's our fascination with this topic? Is it self-preservation or is it a desire to know how the story ends? Well, these are just a few of the questions that we're gonna explore today as Rabbi Schneider continues this series on how Jesus completes biblical Judaism. And to enhance your understanding of Israel in the end times, make sure to download Rabbi's study guide at discovering the Jewish Jesus Com. But right now, let's get started with today's message. Shalom Aleichem to you, beloved ones. Bless the name of the Lord, Baruch Hashem. We've been in this series for quite a long time now, and I am concluding today as we're looking at how the plan of salvation was revealed in the Tanakh or the Old Testament and how it's fulfilled or completed in the New Testament. And what we've been discovering, as those of you that have been tuning in know, is that Israel was saved in the Hebrew Bible in the same way that believers are saved today in the New Testament. We are now on the final final section of the plan of salvation today, and we're discussing the role of Jewish people or the role of Israelites as it relates to the plan of salvation and the kingdom of God working out its purposes on the earth. We've talked about the fact that in the Hebrew scriptures, God chose Abraham and then his descendants, Isaac and Jacob, to be the chosen people of him that brought revelation to the world. God said to Israel, through your seed, Abraham, I'm gonna bless all the nations of the earth. That seed, Paul tells us in Galatians, is Yeshua. So salvation began and comes to the whole world through the Jews. Jesus said in the Gospel of John, Chapter 4, verse 22, to the woman at the well, salvation is from the Jews. So if Jesus himself said salvation is from the Jews, why would you want to curse them? Paul said we need to honor the people of God through whom our salvation has come to us. The apostles were Jews. The scriptures were written by Jewish people. Jesus himself is a Jew. Why would we want to curse the Jewish people when God's goodness on the earth has been filtered to the world through the Jewish people? I want to encourage you today to step out of any anti-Semitism that you may have picked up on the earth over the years. You know, the priest in the temple, they had to come to the brass laver daily to wash themselves from all the filth that they picked up as they were walking around the dusty ground. And that is a pattern for us today that we need to be washed, beloved, even daily from the things that we pick up just living on earth. And some of you have been in an environment, maybe it came to you from your parents. Maybe it's just been in your family lineage that there's just been a prejudice against Jewish people. You know, we've inherited this through the centuries. Uh, early on, the church began to develop an attitude towards Jewish people that they're the Christ killers, that the promises of God have been taken away from them because they rejected Jesus. I remember being on a trip one time in Israel and I was with a Lutheran pastor and he said, Paul met Jesus and he came away with pork on his breath. It was just such a, a biased spirit against Jewish people. At least I perceived it that way. 
as if God no longer had anything that he was doing amongst the Jewish people that had any significance in contemporary times that all that was done away with. We're looking today in the Word of God to discover that it's through the Jewish people, beloved, that God's favor has been released into the earth, that Jewish people are still playing an important role today, and that Jewish people, beloved, still have a very important role to play as we move deeper into the end times, even coming up, beloved ones, to the return of the Lord. Now, I understand that most Jewish people today do not receive Jesus. I'm a Jewish believer, as most of you know. You know, I love Jesus, but I want you to hear me. Even the Jewish community that has rejected Jesus still has a supernatural marking upon their life that goes all the way back to Abraham. In other words, when we look at the Jewish people today, even though most of them in general do not receive Jesus as their Messiah, we still cannot deny that there's something special upon the Jewish people. I mean, you think about, for example, the richest people in the world. I was reading just recently about a Forbes list of the world's richest men. In the top 50 richest men in the world, 10 of them were Jews. How do you explain it? 20% of the world's richest men or women are Jews, and yet Jewish people make up only one-fifth of 1% of the world's population. How do you explain that? What's going on? You think about Sigmund Freud, Steven Spielberg, Bob Dylan, Mark Zuckerberg, the list is endless. All these people in the earth that have had such incredible impact, a disproportionate amount of them are Jewish people. It's evidence of the fact that the Bible is true and that God is still doing something very special as he's working on the life of the children of Israel, and specifically what he's gonna do through Jewish believers like myself that will preach the gospel at the end of the age. Even now, when we look on television, we see that some of the ministries that are really having great impact on the earth are Jewish Christian ministries. It's just again, beloved ones, a sign of the fact that God has his hand upon the Jewish people and he wants you and I to recognize this, to appreciate it, to support it, and to rejoice in it. After all, God said to Abraham, Abraham, I'm gonna bless those that bless you and curse those that curse you. So with that introduction, I wanna get back into the scriptures today and trace a little bit of this out. And then we're gonna finally end today at the the book of Romans, as we look at Paul's words to us concerning how we should relate to the Jewish people and what their role is. I want to begin right now where I left off last week. I'm in the book of Isaiah now, chapter number 49, reading verse 6. The Lord says there, is it too small of a thing that you should be my servant to raise up the tribes of Jacob and to restore the preserved ones of Israel? I will also make you, he's speaking to Israel here, I will also make you a light of the nations so that my salvation, listen now, may reach the ends of the earth. So the Lord is saying that through you, Israel, my salvation will reach, hallelujah, the ends of the earth. Again, think about it. The Old Testament, the Hebrew scriptures, who were they written by? They're written by Jewish people. The bedrock of Western civilization's morality comes from what? It comes from the Ten Commandments. And where do the Ten Commandments come from? They come from the Jewish people. The Ten Commandments, the Torah, all comes to us through the Jewish people. The writers, beloved, of the Hebrew Bible came to us from the Jews. We look at the time of Jesus. Who were the apostles? They were Jews. Jesus himself, obviously, he died with a sign over his head. Jesus of Nazareth, King of the Jews. 
And finally, once again, I repeat, John 4, 22, Yeshua said to the woman of Samaria, he said, woman, you don't know what you're worshiping. We know what we worship for salvation is from the Jews. So we need to jump into this, beloved church. We need to jump into this. Revelation has been released to the world through the Jewish people. It has nothing to do with who they are. There's nothing better about the Jewish people in and of themselves. It's just that God chooses who he wants to for his own purposes, and he's chosen to work through the Jewish people in a very special and spectacular way. Now, obviously, today in the church, Jew and Gentile are one in Messiah. There's no discrimination. And Gentiles can receive just as much revelation and go just as far in their faith and have just as much impact on the earth as any Jewish person. But we can't, on the other hand, discount the paradoxical principle that God is still using Jewish people in a very unique way. You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus, and Rabbi will be right back. So please keep listening. Did you know that you can connect with Rabbi right on your phone? The Rabbi Schneider app is packed with resources, videos, and a daily devotional that are designed to help jumpstart your day. The Rabbi Schneider app is free, bringing you inspiration and encouragement 24 hours a day and seven days a week. Simply search for Rabbi Schneider in your phone's app store and download the app today. We are so thankful for everyone who gives a financial gift of support to this ministry. And perhaps today is the day that you decide that you would like to deepen your commitment to discovering the Jewish Jesus. The best way to do that is to sign up to become a monthly partner at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. Or you can call us at 800-777-7835. Together, we can help others prepare for Jesus' return. And now let's get back into the second half of today's message. We're going to the book of Romans, and I want to bring you there to chapter number 11. The grass withers and the flowers fade, but hallelujah, the word of the Lord, bless his name, abides forever. I'm going to begin reading, first of all, at the 18th verse. Paul is speaking to the church, and he says this, Do not be arrogant towards the branches. He's speaking of the branches being the Jewish people. But if you are arrogant, remember that it is not you supports the root, but the root supports you. So Paul's saying, don't be arrogant towards Israel. That's the support of your faith. When you get to heaven, beloved one, listen. When you get to heaven, you're going to see the city, New Jerusalem. Jesus showed it to John in the book of Revelation. And when John looked at the gates of New Jerusalem, what he saw was that the gates of New Jerusalem, the city of heaven, were inscribed with, listen now, the 12 tribes of of Israel, and the name of the 12 apostles, which were also Jews. So Paul says, don't be arrogant towards Jewish people. It supports your faith. When you get to heaven, the heavenly city, New Jerusalem, will be inscribed with the names of not only the 12 Jewish apostles, but with the names of the 12, hallelujah, tribes of Israel. Let's continue on here in the 28th and the 29th verse. Hear the word of God. From the standpoint of the gospel, They are enemies for your sake. In other words, even during Paul's day, most Jewish people, because of the religious Jewish establishment, were rejecting Jesus. Not all, but most. So Paul is saying here, from the standpoint of the gospel, because they're rejecting the gospel, they are enemies for your sake. But from the standpoint of God's choice, they are beloved for the sake of the fathers, for the gifts 
and the calling of God are irrevocable. In other words, they're opposed to the gospel, but God has still chosen them and the gift and calling that God has upon Israel is irrevocable. God has not replaced Israel with the church. Let me say it again. God has not rejected Israel, taken away the promises he's given to Israel and given them to the church instead. Many of you know this is called replacement theology. God has not replaced Israel with the church. God still has a call upon national Israel. Listen once again. Paul says, from the standpoint of the gospel, they are enemies for your sake. But from the standpoint of God's choice, they are beloved for the sake of the fathers, for the gifts and the calling of God are irrevocable. God still has a promise and call upon the Jewish people. It's not been taken away. He still has a future destiny for them. Zechariah talks about the last days and what's going to be happening on the earth in the last days. You know what's going to be happening, beloved ones, in the last days? God is going to raise up Jewish believers like myself and other people even on the earth right now. He's going to use us to preach the gospel to the ends of the earth and it's going to usher in a huge revival that will culminate with Yeshua's return. You don't believe me? Go with me in your Bible now to the book of Zechariah. It's talking about the end days. Listen to what he says in the 23rd verse. Chapter 8, verse 23. Thus says the Lord of hosts, in those days, again, speaking about the last days, culminating with Yeshua's return. Thus says the Lord of hosts, in those days, 10 men from all the nations will grasp the garment of a Jew, saying, let us go with you, for we have heard that God is with you. We see this happening in the world right now. When we go to different nations around the world, there's such respect for the Jewish people. There's such a sense of the fact that their destiny is tied up with the destiny of the Jewish people. There's such honor, just like Zechariah 8.23 prophesied. They come up, they want to take hold of my garment. They say, we want to go with you. We know that God's got a special call upon Jewish people. We believe we can receive an impartation from you. We believe that we can receive a blessing from you. And because they have that attitude, beloved, they receive something special because he that receives a prophet in the name of a prophet, hallelujah, receives a prophet's reward. Zechariah 8.23 is already partially being fulfilled in many places on the earth right now. In fact, some of the things that we experience, for example, when we go to different cities in Africa, people lining the streets waiting for us to drive in. They're so thirsty. They're so hungry just because a Jewish believer in Jesus is coming to their town to preach the gospel. We read in the book of Revelation that on the earth in the last days, during the tribulation, there's going to be 144,000 Jewish believers like myself upon the earth preaching the gospel. And many believe that these last 144,000 Jews on the earth preaching the gospel are going to usher in the greatest revival that the world has ever known. Beloved, understand God is not done with the Jewish people. He's not done, praise God. And those of you that are being connected to the Jewish roots of your faith through this ministry and others like it, I want you to know you're being connected to the truth. Remember what Jesus said to the woman of Samaria in John 4, the woman at the well. She was worshiping, but she didn't have the Jewish knowledge. She didn't have the revelation that came to the Jewish people. And Jesus said to her woman, he said, you don't know what you're worshiping. He wasn't putting her down. He didn't say she wasn't sincere. He just said that there was ignorance there 
because she wasn't worshiping God according to knowledge. And Yeshua was saying, if you're wanting knowledge of the truth, you need to take that knowledge from the root of the Jewish people because salvation, he said, is from the Jews. This is what Paul was saying in the book of Romans chapter 11. Don't be arrogant towards Israel and that which Israel has brought the world because Israel and the things that have come from Israel is what supports, beloved, our faith in Yeshua HaMashiach, who is the king, hallelujah, of the Jews. Now, where's all this going? What's God's final plan for the Jewish people? God's final plan for the Jewish people, beloved, is a mass harvest. We're seeing an escalation of Jewish salvations right now. This escalation is continuing to increase. It's gonna build and build and build and build and build. More and more people are coming to faith. More and more Jewish people are coming to faith upon the earth right now than ever before. And it's only gonna increase. It's gonna culminate, beloved, at Yeshua's return where Zechariah tells us that every Jew will see him and they'll look upon him whom they pierce and they'll put their faith on him. And every Jew, I believe to the best of my knowledge as I study the scriptures, that every Jew that's alive when Jesus returns that sees him will be saved. It sounds like that's not fair. How could they be saved when they only believed in him when he returned? But it's kind of like the parable that Jesus told when he said that he sent out laborers into the vineyard and some worked a full day, some worked six hours, some eight hours, and some one hour. And the ones that worked eight hours got paid the same as the one that worked one hour. And the ones that worked eight hours were upset. Why did you only pay me the same as the one that worked one hour? And Yeshua said, well, why are you upset? Didn't I pay you what I told you I would pay you? Why should you be upset with me if I want to be gracious to these that only worked one hour? Now, the scripture teaches that Jewish people right now, if they die without Yeshua, that they're going to be separated from God and in darkness. That's why Jesus said to the Jewish people, unless you believe that I am he, you'll die in your sins. But the Jewish people that are living when Jesus returns, I believe that they'll be saved. According to the book of Zechariah, chapter number 12, verse number 10, let me read it to you. Zechariah chapter 12, verse number 10, the grass withers and the flowers fade, hallelujah. But the word of the Lord, bless his name, abides forever. Hear the word of God. The Lord says, I will pour out of the house of David and on the inhabitants of Jerusalem, the spirit of grace and of supplication. So they will look on me whom they have pierced and they will mourn for him as one mourns for an only son and they will weep bitterly over him like the bitter weeping over a firstborn. And so when Jesus returns, I believe the Jewish people will see that this one that they rejected, this one that they wanted to see crucified was God himself and they're gonna weep and they're gonna be pierced to the heart it's going to be uncontrollable weeping, but they'll be saved. Until that time, what's happening, beloved, is that more and more Jewish people like myself are putting their faith in Jesus. And according to the book of Romans, chapter 11, I believe what's going to happen is when there's a critical mass of Jewish believers like myself putting their faith in Jesus, calling upon him to return, it's going to usher in the Lord's return. That's why it's important to support this ministry and others like it, because you're giving us opportunity, beloved, to speak the gospel into the whole earth. And many Jewish people are coming to a knowledge of the truth through this ministry, as well as people from every tribe, tongue, and nation. It is so exciting to know that even at this moment, the gospel is going out to the whole earth 
through this program. You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus and an authentic and straightforward message from our international evangelist, Rabbi Schneider. If you want to learn more about this nonprofit ministry, make sure to look us up at discoveringthejewishjesus.com and please don't rush away. Rabbi has more that he wants to share with you. And plus, remember, you can always join the conversation with us and with other like-minded believers by following our social media posts. You'll find us on all of your favorite platforms, and we love connecting with you. After all, the connection is what today's message is all about, no matter your background or your heritage. And this is especially important because Rabbi reminded us that anti-Semitism has no place at all in our Christian walk. Through Jesus, our Messiah, we are all one. So to learn more about the Jewish heritage of your Christian faith, or to learn more about Israel's role in the end times, take a few minutes to go online and explore our website. There's plenty to see and learn there at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. Now here is Rabbi Schneider. Praise the Lord, it's 2024, hallelujah. All of us know the word hallelujah. Did you know that's a Hebrew word? It means praise Yah. And Yah is just an abbreviated form of saying Yahweh, God's covenant personal name. Many of us know the little chorus. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Well, beloved one, many of you feel like me. I want to start the year right. If you're feeling led by the Spirit, let's make an offering to the Lord at the beginning of this year. It's the law of first fruits, giving the Lord our first. It sanctifies the rest of the year. I love you. God bless you in Jesus' name. To give a special New Year's offering or to support us this year by becoming a monthly partner, go online to discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And you can also give a gift over the phone. Just call 800-777-7835. And that number once again is 800-777-7835. As a token of our appreciation for your generous gifts, we want to send you Rabbi Schneider's Message of the Month, and it's available as a digital download. And we'll make sure that you also receive a copy of our newsletter and it'll be delivered right to your mailbox each month. And then before we wrap up this first week of messages for 2024, we're pleased to send a free gift to you just for getting in touch today. You can request a guide to hearing God's voice when you go to myfreegift.com forward slash hearing. That's myfreegift.com forward slash hearing. Rabbi would love for you to be blessed by this audio message, and it's made with listeners just like you in mind. And now, let's wrap up today's message on Israel and the end times with this special blessing from Rabbi Schneider. In the book of Numbers, chapter 6, the Lord gave instructions to Moses and Aaron to speak this blessing over his people. And the Lord said, When you speak these words over my people, I will place my name on them and bless them. Receive the impartations of the Lord's blessings. Yahweh, 
The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift you up with his countenance and the Lord give you, beloved one, his peace. God bless you and shalom. Discovering the Jewish Jesus is a production of Shalom Ministries, and I'm your host, Dustin Roberts. Join us again next week when Rabbi Schneider reveals details regarding the final atonement. That's coming up Monday on Discovering the Jewish Jesus. Discovering the Jewish Jesus.